Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk joining you on a Friday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start yeah, start your year the right way. That's, that's where we are now. And, of course, if you're not here in Starkville or in Tupelo and you still want to grab Strange Brew Coffee, it's easy. And now that they have the K-Cups, it's even easier. Go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com and place your order. Whatever it is you're looking for there, the the, the classic uh, the, you know beans to grind or or whatever it is, or they want the K cups, you've got it there at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com. That is the place to shop for maroon and white merchandise. New year, new gear. It's time to get rid of all that old maroon and white stuff and grab something new before you know you head back up here to the Hump or to Duty Noble in just over a month uh, for the start of college baseball. So. College Corner, two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Or you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Humble Taco is Starville's newest and best Mexican restaurant. Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. I wonder how much taco is going to be newest. That Chipotle is going to open soon, I guess, at some point. But it'll still be the best, and that's all that really matters. Uh, because it's different. It's You can't get anything else like it, not just here in Starville, but just about anywhere. Your favorite southern meals have been turned into tacos, I suggest you check that out. They say you can make everything better by making it a taco. Humble Taco puts that to the test. So check them out. Grab a margarita, grab some chips and salsa, and grab some unique and delicious Mexican food at Humble Taco. Our good friends over at Firehouse Subs, they want to see you for lunch, and they want to see you pretty soon. So all you've got to do is download the Firehouse Subs app, and when you do that, it may, they make it really easy. You, you place your order, pick up your order, and that's it. It doesn't get any easier than that. Your order's going to be ready quickly. It's going to be friendly service. And the best part is with the, the app, you pile up the reward points quickly so you're eating free subs before you know it. So download the free app. Locations in Starkville, Columbus, Tupelo, Oxford, Flowood, and Madison. That's Firehouse Subs. Robbie, how are you today? Um, I'm okay, I guess. <laughs> that was very... Uh... <laughs> A very uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Depressing. Yeah, it wasn't very very peppy. You know, this is it's New Year's Eve as we're, as people are listening. Yay! You ready for the start of the new year? I'm ready for the start of 2022 times three times three. Oh, you think it's going to be like that? Yeah. You don't. You, you got no hope for the new year. I I got no hope. I was kind of I was kind of getting hope during the college world series when they're you know the cases were dropping and covid mm-hmm. and everybody was out watching baseball and stuff like that and then it's started spiking again and everybody started freaking out and now we're just just continuously doing the same thing over and over <coughs> and i'm not making light of this of of the virus or anything like that and i know it's very serious for a lot of people i'm just saying mm-hmm. it's kind of depressing that this keeps happening 
Well, I'm sorry to hear that you're, you're. I mean, you're loaded up over here with cough drops and um, dentine ice. Gum helps the uh, helps the cough. Yeah, we we have uh, a Dayquil. I mean, this is the Walgreens brand of Delsum. So, I mean, what what's going on? Do you have COVID? And should no, I be? There's no COVID because I'm not running fever. I, I, the only symptom I have is the cough. This is just something that happens for you every. You year. know this, yeah. Yes, yeah. you know the the people on the beat are no strangers to the giant bag of cough drops. Yeah, I you know, I bring it with me sometimes. So. Yeah, it's just like an accessory. Yeah, it really is. It's like my Louis Vuitton bag. So. Nothing wrong with that. No. Do what you got to do to make it through this. Exactly. And I've got, you know, as we're sitting here recording, I have to do the, uh, I have to do Sports Talk Mississippi all by my lonesome today. Just me and Will East, so. How exciting. <clears throat> it would be normally, but as it is, I'm, I'm nervous that in the middle of it, I'm just going to have a, a total physical breakdown. Well, that happens routinely, so. You know, but you don't see those. You know, those are at I home. see them. When do you see them? Well, you have physical breakdowns all the time. <clears throat> I guess, I guess. All right. Well, as it's the end of the year, and we weren't able to do these last year. You know, one of the biggest COVID casualties of, of all the things that got canceled last year, we never got a final edition of the Joltees. So it's too bad because you know we didn't we didn't do them last year with everything getting canceled, and now Joel is gone. So now I'm proud to introduce the first ever edition. Although it's now the third rendition of our year in awards, the Robbies, and let's hope this is the final edition. Let's hope. I'm, I, I, I rendition. Don't, I don't know who else. I you know I mean, the Steffies. I don't know if that works. You know, I don't. I, to be honest with that you, kid. I, I don't think. I don't think you know the. With all due respect to those guys, I just don't see them staying around. They're short timers. I mean, th- these guys come in and out. They're a dime a dozen. The Paulies. The Paulies. Yeah. Instead of getting a four-fingered hand turkey, you get wings in your hair. (laughs) Oh. All right. We had, uh, let's see here, five categories this year. As you might guess, Robbie, a little baseball heavy. Yes, as as it should be. Because I feel like the the Baseball National Championship kind of sucked all the uh, good things out from everywhere else. There's something to that? I I think God was like... Do you really think you're going to be really good at anything else? You, you, you think I was going to give you more? No, no. And I'll, I think people were okay with that too. I mean, if if you t- if God told state fans, I will give you a national championship this year but that's in it. baseball, but you will not have anything better than a seven-win football season, everyone would have taken that. Well, you had you had volleyball. Volleyball is really good. Yeah, but I mean, I know how I know. many people are really I know, paying attention. I know, but still, I still. So for the, I think this may have been the first time ever I did four nominees for for male athlete of the year, and I thought I, I couldn't pick between these guys as to like who who would I leave out. And honestly, you know, I left out Rowdy Jordan, who you know you probably could have put in there. But the nominees for male athlete of the year are Tanner Allen, Will Bednar, Landon Sims, and Will Rogers. I got to be honest. I thought that the three baseball guys would chop up the vote a little bit more and that Will Rogers would get some votes. Will Will only got 3% of the vote. Yeah, no, people are all in on it's baseball. It's all baseball. Yep. And so, no surprise then, that and with a majority, 51.3%, with all that, that firepower around him, it's Tanner Allen. I have said it now a few times. I will say it again for posterity. In my opinion... In the great history of Mississippi State baseball, 
Tanner Allen is the greatest player that Mississippi State ever had. A a national champion. He's not everybody can claim that. SEC and National Player of the Year. Three College World Series appearances. There, there's no way I, I would. I, there's is he no, national no, Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nobody's resume <clears throat> is better than Tanner Allen's for Mississippi State. Not, not Clark. Not Palmero. Not Rooker. Not Mangum. Not anybody. <sighs> The national championship is what is what you're it weighing puts it heavily. Over the top. You're weighing that heavily. But this guy, but I, he's two-time All SEC. He's an All American. Well, had, you know, I mean, Will Clark was Golden Spikes <coughs> Golden winner. Spikes, that's, that's that's Rafael Palmeira was a Triple Crown winner. Yeah. Rooker was a Triple Crown. They all have their things. Three it's college t- World Series appearances. Too. It's tough. It's tough. I, I think there is something to that mm-hmm. from a from a the team standpoint. What Tanner Allen accomplished on the teams he was on, mm-hmm. nobody has accomplished that. Mm-hmm. National champion. Three times in Omaha. He went to Omaha his entire career at Mississippi State, uh, with the exception of the one year they didn't have it. Um, and then you look at the numbers this past year, man, he was just dominant. I mean, one of the better seasons by Mississippi State Bulldog mm-hmm. ever mm-hmm. Um, in, the, in the SEC. You know, he didn't have a triple crown. No. Um, he didn't have, he didn't hit 25 home runs. No. But just a steady guy at the plate. I mean, you just—it was just very difficult to get that dude out. He wasn't striking out very often. If you got him out, then he's hip, he's tipping his hat to you. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, I mean, one of the greatest top five for me, no doubt. Mm-hmm. I think you can argue all the other things. You can't argue the fact that from a team aspect, he accomplished more than anybody mm-hmm. um, whenever he was here. But one of the greatest of all time. There's no doubt about it, and there's no doubt he should have been. He should have gotten even more of that vote, I think. I think people people hold Will Bednar in a, in a different light because of what he did in the College World Series. Yeah. And he should be. Mm-hmm. But Tanner Allen, you cannot forget what he did all season long this year. And, you know, Mississippi State doesn't doesn't advance in the winner's bracket without Tanner Allen, with that uh, three-run home run. So, So when we look at the voting here, uh, Allen, like I said, 51.3%. <clears throat> Will Bednar got uh, straight up 30%. Landon Sims, 15.6%. And uh, 3.1% for Will Rogers. Two things that struck me on this is I do agree that like when you look at the season as a whole, Landon Sims was a much bigger piece for Mississippi State than Bednar was. But Bednar was absolutely dominant when State needed him to be in the College World Series. He had... Maybe the the best pitching performance again. You know, I hate to speak in these hyper in hyperbole and seem feel like there's a recency bias, but in terms of a college World Series pitching performance in three games, who who historically did better than Will Rod than Will Bednar did? There was one guy. The guy from Virginia was up there uh, a few years ago. Yeah, uh, but I mean, he he, he threw he, he won every. I think he won all of his starts. And he threw a six inning no hitter on short rest, and I mean, was was through six no hit innings on short rest in the championship game against a really good hitting team. So, <clears throat> pretty pretty impressive. One thing that I think hurt Will Rogers is I did this poll. I started it the day after the Liberty Bowl. I wonder if State had won that game, and he had thrown for four hundred fifty yards. I don't. I don't. He's not getting ahead. He's not winning this right, but. Does he get more 
does he does he get a higher percentage of the vote if State wins the Liberty Bowl and he has a big game? Was there a lot of oh, I just saw Will Rogers and no? Yeah, pro- that probably did have something to do with it. But I still think people would have been heavy baseball. I agree. I agree with. That. I think but instead of getting three percent, maybe he gets closer to like nine or ten percent. And it's pretty crazy if you think about it. You know, Will Rogers had the greatest passing season in Mississippi State history. Mm-hmm. And he's got 3% of the vote. But that just tells you how good those individuals were in baseball. Mm-hmm. I mean, that those, those guys were legendary, especially down the stretch. That yeah. College World Series run was legendary. Yeah, what Will Bednar did, what Landon Sims did, unbelievable. I mean, Landon Sims had one of the best years as a reliever in Mississippi State history. Yeah, I mean, you compare his numbers with Jonathan Holder did in 13, <laughs> what uh, Jacob Lindgren did in 14. I mean – He's actually got better numbers uh, almost across the board. Not not quite, but um, I think Jonathan Holder was used a little bit more. If they, if they would have used him a little bit more, his numbers would have been astronomical. I agree. We'll see where it takes us uh, next season. We did the female athlete of the year. Uh, next. I asked, now I won't, I won't uh, lie, I asked Robbie. I was like, who, who, because Robbie covers women's sports here in Mississippi State a lot closer than, than I do. And I said, you know, who, who were your nominees? So these are Robbie's nominees. But I agree with them, you know, based on what I know. Although I did have one issue, and we'll talk about that. Fa, Fa, I can never pronounce her name. I don't know why. It goes back to Joel. Fa, Lalua. Fa, Lalua. Okay. Uh, Rakia Jackson and Gabby Waden from the Mississippi State volleyball team. And she won. Nearly 40% of the vote. Very close. 39.7% for her. Rakia got 36.6. And Fa got 23.8. Rakia Jackson was the one I thought... Are you sure? For me? Yeah. That was the one. Huh? Because that team was so poor last year. I didn't Yeah, but she's at she's averaging over 20 points a game now. Last year she was really good too. I mean, she was good on a bad team. Is that, is that what is, is is the team and the way that the program sort of fell off poisoning my viewpoint of Yeah, her? I think so because okay. she's been really good. I mean, she's leading the SEC in scoring right now. Okay. Um she's She's putting up Tam White type scoring numbers right now. I mean, Tam. Well, I guess Tam White too, but Latoya Thomas. Latoya Thomas. Um, and I guess that would be the closest comparison from a player standpoint because she does kind of play in the post. But yeah. I don't think there's ever going to be anybody like Latoya. No, no. But um, right now she's locked in. She's having a great season, one of the better seasons we've seen outside of Terry McCowan mm-hmm. in in the last few years. That's why I put her in there. But Fa. Definitely, Definitely deserves to be in there. Gabby Waden had one of the better seasons in history and at Mississippi State. Part of a historic yeah. season for volleyball. I mean, I don't even know how many times they've had an SEC Player of the Week. Yeah, it's volleyball. not a lot. She's been at the forefront of Mississippi State being decent, much less good at volleyball. Yeah, um, and she kind of you know came in from the beginning. I mean, she's kind of. Uh, been a huge part of all that stuff. So, you know, she would be one of the ones that I would – I voted for Rakia. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and maybe that's me spending more time watching women's basketball. But that's who I voted for. Uh, but Fi had a great season, and so did Gabby Waden. All three, I think, would have been a good choice. Yeah. I, like I said, I think a lot of it with Gabby is <clears throat> the excitement – and the uh, the historic nature of the volleyball season, Fa, you know, you know and I and I gave softball some love in these right in these uh, not in these awards because I thought that their season may have been the most interesting of any MSU team last year. A team that I mean they were they were they were totally down and out. They were winless 
winless in SEC play. And then all of a sudden they went on an incredible winning streak and got really hot there at the end and pushed their way into the NCAA tournament. And Fa was, you know, sort of the, uh, you know, the thunder and lightning. It, she was the one who sort of carried it last year uh, for that group. Yeah, Mia didn't have a great season, right. Mia Davidson. Um, and I'm sure she's she would tell everybody that as well. She didn't have a season that was up to her standards. But I think a lot of that was just teams preparing for her. And Fa was able to to make sure that you know the middle of that order was not completely silent. And not to say Mia was silent either. She had a really good season, but just not the year that she's been having. And uh, I think that's going to be something that probably fuels her going in the, uh, this season. I agree. I think she'll have a monster uh, you know, comeback year this year. But Gabby Waden is our 2021 Female Athlete of the Year. Congratulations to you. We'll have Bob Karskadden send you out that four-fingered hand turkey right away. Uh, Coach of the Year. Not a lot of drama, as you might imagine, between our nominees. But they were all, they were all good nominees. Chris Lamonis, Julie Darty-Dennis, and then I gave Samantha Ricketts. Whose name I misspelled. Gosh almighty. You misspelled I, Gabby Waden and Samantha Ricketts. <clears throat> yeah, I did. So I just put Rickett. I don't know. Maybe 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 that's a character thing. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. I probably just screwed up. As we speak, uh, the Duke's Mayo Bowl is putting the mayonnaise in the cooler to so dump. So they're going to water down mayonnaise. Yes, that's what they're doing right now. They're, they're uh, putting the mayo in the bucket. I would rather be slapped in the face. Oh, my God. And they're doing the thing where they're trying to dump it, and it's like slowly got, coming out, and it's got, making that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, enough. All right, no, I got the cough. I got a, a weak gag. Let's not. Let's not do that. Let's not talk about that. All right, I don't. I don't want to see it until later. Coach of the year, as I mentioned, Chris Lamonis, Julie Darty, Dennis, Samantha Ricketts. Lamonis wins in a landslide. Eighty-one point four percent of the vote. Eighteen percent goes to Julie Darty, Dennis. Samantha Rickett. Samantha Ricketts uh, gets point seven percent of the vote. Not that she was not a good coach, but I mean, this was there was no this was a no brainer, right? These next three were no brainers. Yes, there's just no 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 way around it, no chance. <coughs> when when I read that, I was like, this is going to be ninety nine percent. There's going to be some people that vote. I was, getting, you know, Julie Darty's getting eighteen percent of the vote shows you how good a job she did. Yeah, and, and this that's no that's no shot at volleyball. That's no shot at Julie Darty. It's just this is the first national championship in school history. Mm-hmm. And it's a shame that we're not talking about Julie Darty more because she did quite possibly the greatest coaching job that we've seen at Mississippi State because she did something at Mississippi State that's never been done uh, other than the national championship, which I guess has never been done too. But State's been in position to do that in baseball. Volleyball's never had a winning season in SEC play. Mm-hmm. They've never had a trip to the NCAA tournament. So she did things at Mississippi State this year that are were just unfathomable before. People have been waiting for this baseball national championship. Um, so I think she deserves you – know, I think it needs credit. to be 1A, 1B, yeah. really. I mean, she deserves to be right up there with, with Lamonis. She took a program that had nothing and gave it everything, whereas Chris Lamonis took a program that had nearly everything and gave it the final piece. Yes. But that it's the most important piece and the hardest piece to get. Yeah. So great coaches for sure. But Lamonis, a very worthy winner, and probably the most worthy of anyone we've ever who's ever won. And listen, I mean, all the flack that that people give John Cohen and and hiring and things like that, all three of those people are John Cohen folks. Yeah, I think that ends a three year run, if I'm correct, of four fingered hand turkeys for Vic Schaefer. Yeah, 
the the time has come to an end yeah, for so, Vic. So Vic's time with the four fingered hanging turkey has 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 come on. Congratulations to you, Coach Lamonis. We'll do our last two after the break. Here, I want to thank our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Don't forget this New Year's and then all of 2022. Make it a beefy year. Head head to the grocery store, grab some steaks, throw them on the grill. That's what your family wants. You just can't go wrong with beef. And, of course, you can't go wrong supporting your Mississippi beef producers. 15,000 farmers in our state doing a half billion dollars a year worth of business, keeping our state's agricultural business afloat. Give them your support by buying beef. All you got to do is go to the grocery store and pick it up right there, put it in the cart. If you're looking for recipes, they've got you taken care of at msbeef.org. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to the Mississippi Beef Council. Mm, Beefy. Beefy. I like beef. That was Chef Boardee, wasn't it? I think so. Not, no, I'm not 100 percent sure that's beef. I no, it's, it's something. It's, a, it's something that tastes similar. There to might beef. be traces of cow in it. Maybe some horn, some tail. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> two brothers smoked meats in the heart of the goddess. Real food <laughs> at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. I promise. Uh, and it's not just barbecue. It is smoked Southern soul food. Next time you're in Starkville, you've got to make a trip to Two Brothers. Grab a seat there. At the bar or in the restaurant, great location. Uh, love the new location. You know, it's it's been I guess a couple of years now since they've been open there at that new location, and that was one of the most needed and necessary renovations of all time. And now you've got a great place to hang out, eat, and great great food, and have a great time. That's Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. They make it so simple for you at Advantage Business Systems. They offer you great products, everything your business needs: copiers, printers, computers, software, mailing systems. They've got it all. And then when the sale is made, they don't just send you off with a 1-800 number and a, and a hopeful promise that somebody will be there in a week to take care of your problems. No, they back every sale up, and they treat you like that you were living right next door to them. That's what they are at Advantage Business Systems. They are your neighbor. They're a Mississippi business, just like you are. Why don't you call them today and see what they can do for you? Their number is 601-362-9192, or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Team of the year. I want. I want to. I got. I got a question. I got two questions for you. Here are the nominees. First and foremost, baseball, mm-hmm. volleyball, softball. Followed the coaches there. Yes. Are you more surprised that anybody other than baseball got votes, or that I didn't put football in there? Um. You know, I, I'm not really surprised that other things got because you're always going to have people voting for something else. Mm-hmm. But you know, football wasn't that great. Let's be honest. I mean, I think if they had won the bowl game, they might have gotten on there. Again, yeah. I did these polls the day after the bowl. An eight and five team, I think I would have put them on ahead of softball. But seven and six, I couldn't pull the trigger on that. Yeah. So, as you might have guessed, baseball is our winner. Ninety-six point two percent of the vote. Three point six percent to volleyball, and shout out to softball. Point two percent. Somebody loves you out there. Might be some softball. Uh, <coughs> well, I know players. that some softball player. I know that uh, Fa retweeted the polls, so maybe she got some some people. To and play. listen, I I thought their run late in the season was outstanding. Was, was awesome. A lot of fun. I mean, they really struggled. They they looked like they were going to miss out on the on the tournament, which nobody misses out on the tournament in the SEC. Right, the SEC tournament is what you're talking about. Uh, no, the, the, NCAA, oh, the NCAA tournament. Okay. I mean, they were over in the league, and then they just got on this run where they started beating top 25 teams mm-hmm. they started you know they beat georgia they beat tennessee mm-hmm. texas a&m mm-hmm. so have and i told you the story of how i was personally responsible for the turnaround of the softball team 
I was part no. of a group that was personally responsible. What'd you do? So the weekend that I went down, I had a weekend last year. We did a guys weekend on the coast, right? Me and some friends. And we were sitting there. We stayed at a casino. And we're sitting there on that Saturday. State had already lost the Friday game and the softball game. And so we looked at the sports book like, can you bet on college softball? Because if we can, we're going to bet. We're going to pile all our money together and bet it on Texas A&M. Because you had no faith Mississippi State was going to win, right? We're like they've lost. They lost like the first ten games, right? Yeah. So I'm like, this is easy money. You could not bet on college softball. Probably a good thing. Well, it was a good thing. They won the game, and from there they took off. I think they got wind of what we tried to do. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty obvious, right? Well, that's what usually happens with you. Yeah. What whatever direction you're going, Mississippi State's going in the other way. Like, oh, Brian is Brian is is has picked this team to win. They're screwed. If every instinct you have is wrong, then the right decision must be the opposite. <laughs> Something like that, right? So, but baseball clearly going to be team of the year. They're the national champions. They deserve that. I thought about men's tennis. They made a Sweet Sixteen appearance, but I have pretty high standards for that program. And and honestly, they didn't have as great a season as they have been capable of having in, in years past. Maybe you know they, they, they've 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 lost some big time talent over the but they're still a good program. Um, and then yeah. I think this also dethrones women's basketball for a, for a couple three-year run, if I'm pretty sure. So team of the year, baseball team. And then this was the one that I got the most flack on, the moment of the year. I knew when I did this poll that winning the national championship was going to be the moment of the year. There, there's no way around that, right? But people thought I was crazy for the way I did it. Like I didn't want to, to do – I didn't want to have to add a disclaimer – Either way, right? I didn't want to have to, like, if I left the national championship off, I didn't want to come in there and say, well, you know, I know it's a national championship, but, you know, let's vote for these other things. Or I didn't want to say, look, I know it's a national championship, but we have to have to. I, I, just, I just put the poll out there as, as I did. My nominees were the national championship, the crazy comeback against Auburn for football, mm-hmm. and the historic volleyball win- season and their incredible winning streak they went on at the end of the year. As you might guess, baseball won. 96.6% of the vote, the most dominant wins in, in poll history. 1.4 to football, 2.1 to volleyball, which, I mean, football third. Yeah. Pretty, pretty impressive. Um, 2,200 of you guys voted. People are losing it, though. They're like, I don't understand this poll. I don't understand why you did this. I'm like, for fun? Yeah, what does it matter? Some, some of y'all really have got to calm down. There, yeah, there are a lot of people out there that are just really angry all the time. It's like... It's like it's just a poll. You don't have to. There's no stakes in this. No. You know what? The the trophy's not real. I'm not actually going to send anybody a hand turkey. Um, we're not spending any money. Nobody's there. There's nothing going on a wall anywhere. Right. There's no trophy that's. I don't be placed. think Lamonis is going to call me and say thank you. He might. He might. Be nice, but I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> hey, thank thank you so much. Thank that you. meant a lot for you. Well. To- I didn't, you know, the fans voted for him, so you know, yeah. thank the fans. So that was the the poll that got the most votes too. I thought everybody was <coughs> pretty much correct on all those. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, like those who did not vote for baseball must identify themselves. I mean, what if Julie Darty Dennis voted in the poll? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, this person here. This honestly ruined my day to even see that four percent of people voted for something besides the baseball natty. Embarrassing. First off. No offense to your daughter, who I know her name is Natty, but I hate the term Natty for a national championship. Do you hate the word Natty or the term? The term Natty. Okay. 
I was about to say, I might have I don't to hate just the word. quit this, no. quit our friendship. No. I also hate ship. We go into the ship. Can't stand it. Yeah. National championship. So, but this guy's his day was ruined. Well, buddy, you need to get off social media. It's like the people that say that uh, the game that they've watched has made them physically ill. Yeah. This is a joke, right? No, it's not a joke. All three of these should be for the national championship. Actually, not sure why this poll even exists. I'm not sure why you exist. Oh, whoa. Well, you know, if we're going to be that way. I mean, what do you Are want? all of the people that are commenting on this the group of people that have created fake personas? Maybe. Starting to think this is a fake account asking stuff like this. And then you have an Ole Miss fan who put national championship with an asterisk. Like, you. you oh, God. It, it, I mean, here's the thing. I, I'm going to. You know what needs an asterisk? The 2003 SEC West football championship well, well, banner that, that too, you have. Here's what I would say to that is if you're going to give that an asterisk, you have to do the same for Ole Miss's women's golf because they were part of that regional yes. that got canceled and, and they couldn't play it. Yep. So, the, we, in the interest so of that's fairness, how we're going to go. In the interest of fairness. Right. Of course, as I've said before, if an Ole Miss fan ever gives you any crap, where he's like, well, we won a national title in women's golf. Pull out a $20 bill and say, name two players and you can have this. Yeah. And when they when they can't, you can just be like, all right, I don't want to hear any more of your crap. <laughs> so. But you guys got angry. It's just a poll. So, congrats to our winners. Tanner Allen, Gabby Waden, uh, Chris Lamonis, and the MSU baseball team. And, of course, winning the If I had picked a – if I had gone with another baseball moment – that wasn't the national title. What would it have been? I, I think like I know the, what mine was. Like but. the the game of the year, or just what was the baseball moment <clears throat> for you that that you oh. were just like, wow. I, I know what mine is. It would probably be Will Bednar's performance against Texas, the fir- the first Texas That's game. That's a good choice. That was just pure dominance. I, I mean, they gone, they didn't threaten at all until the ninth inning. I would have gone uh, Will uh, Tanner Allen's three run homer. No, the triple against. Oh Ole yes, Miss. yeah. That's up there, but what's crazy is home this year. This year had more big moments than I can ever remember. Like twenty, there's like twenty of them. I mean, even the non-conference games, you had all these walk-off wins. Mm-hmm. You had these big moments that happened. These big performances. Luke, Luke Hancock had a walk-off grand slam. Yes, I mean that they covered pretty much <laughs> everything we could possibly imagine happening in a, in and a even season. Like the opponents, like Nico Cavadas's home run. That's the longest home run I've ever seen at Duty Noble. Yes, like. I mean, think think about the College World Series. Okay, Will Bednar and and Tanner and um, Logan 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 Landon Landon Sims Sims, strike out over twenty guys Mm -hmm. to shut down a a team that had been really hot at the time. State gets down by four runs against Virginia in that seventh seventh or eighth inning. Yeah, and all of a sudden, just boom! And you could see it on the faces of the players in Virginia's dugout. They knew it was over. Yeah. And then you have you know the walk off by Tanner Leggett, a mm-hmm. guy that rarely plays, comes in there and, and walks it off. Then you have, you know, you, you you get destroyed in the first game of the of the championship, and then you just roll Vanderbilt in two games, and that was just it was just an unfathomable run by Mississippi State. They were just it was like they were the team of destiny <laughs> last year. Yeah. So I mean, the season was just incredible, and it ca- it was capped off by national championship. It was just a it was a it was a great year. It was fun. It was you you could fun. pull you could pull twenty moments from that year and talk about it. <clears throat> well, I enjoyed covering it. I'm sure you did too. And we're looking forward to another year of 2022. We'll see what happens. Only like 49 days left. 
What, till baseball? Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to 2022 with you guys as well. All right. We'll be back next year. Uh, first podcast of the year will be on uh, January 2nd. And uh, Robbie and I will, I guess we'll look ahead to a week of baseball, maybe talk a little recruiting, maybe some portal stuff will have happened. A week of basketball? Ba- oh, I'm sorry, I did say basketball. Yeah, basketball is what I meant to say. Uh, so a lot to talk about. We're looking forward to it. Guys, have a great and safe uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Enjoy all the football. Enjoy the parties. Please be safe out there. And we'll talk to you again very, very soon. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.